This episode is brought to you by no one. But Arnold's uh, Biscuits, Arnold's if, Biscuits, if, 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 you're, if you're listening, we, 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 this, we, we, this we, could we, be you. I'm just saying. We like biscuits. There's 365 days in a gap year and uni's gonna come and end it. So once in a lifetime, problem for us is to find a good way to spend it. Like maybe making a podcast. Welcome yep. back, Zach. Yes. Howdy partners, what's up? Zach is back. Woo! The back with a bang. The boys. With a bang, are you? Yeah. I don't see many bangs <laughs> right now. Bang, bang. <laughs> oh, fuck, you pulled out the guns. <laughs> Damn right. He pulled out the big guns. Um, security, watch out. So we're back with yet another amazing episode of Implications of Phineas and Ferb with the yes. first and second best podcast hosts. I don't know Thank if you. you listeners saw there, but I met, I gestured to Zach, not Joe. As, yeah, I'm first, Zach said. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, so right into it. Yeah. Episode Diddly Darn One. Yeah, episode seven on Disney Plus if you're yep. listening at home. And that is Grease Lightning slash Leave the Busting to Us. Mm. So mm. first episode, Grease Lightning. Yeah. They're at a museum. Yeah. They're just having a good As time. Always. Um and their dad tells them about this Greek hero who is just a ripoff of Perseus. His name is um Asparagus. Yeah. His name, <laughs> his his name, name is Asparagus. His name is Asparagus, but the subtitles quite literally say asparagus. In, so, in the first quote, so So asparagus it is, is what he'll be called for the rest of this mm-hmm. episode. And yes, for the rest of my life. Just, yeah. just forever. Yeah, because I'm constantly gonna be saying I'm co- his I'm name. constantly referencing season one, episode seven of Disney hey, Plus. Version is of the greatest episode. episode. I love this. It is a good episode. I'm glad you love I it. I still dream about this. Like, I'll be dream. Like, dream. 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 dream, dream. Well, what sort of dreams? I'll be like, oh my god, look at Bajit's head. Like, oh my <laughs> god. We will get to that. Yeah. Anyway, um, spoiler. So <laughs> they <laughs> ruined the entire episode. They um. So this asparagus guy um did chariot races. So like, we're gonna do our own chariot race. Mm. Um. So they're gonna go do that. Meanwhile, yep. Perry um Perry catches up with Major Monogram, who is inside a statue. Yep. I did some research. I was wondering if it's like, like there's just one of the statues, and they've totally ruined a really precious, really expensive statue. No, no, it's kind of a style of statues. There's a lot of them, and people just made them because they look cool. Oh, that's a bit, bit of a letdown. Dude, to be honest. throwing a discus is pretty attractive. Yeah, I mean, hot, fair enough. Greek dude and nothing hotter than a guy throwing. Yeah, I was about to say, did you see the thighs <laughs> on the that rock, guy? Like he's just <gasps> sexy thighs. material. Um, Perry gets his mission, goes off to fight Doof. Meanwhile, yep. the boys start up their chariot race. Yep. Um, and it's a chariot race and there are no rules. And that, that's important for well, the implication. They're the rules. The, yeah, yeah as, the rules as are. As Isabella said. As Isabella said. Those are the rules. Yeah. Then I'm The rules down. are no rules. Um, and that's important for the implication I've got later. Okay, well, I've got an implication to start off. First of all, another huge museum. Well, the same huge museum. It's got everything. Mm. And it still does. You name it, it's got it. Uh, and second... They've probably even got a sponsor, unlike this podcast. <laughs> now, so, Arnold's Biscuits, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening. Phineas is savage. Oh, yeah. When he, he sees Medusa and he's like, she's so ugly, she'll turn anyone to stone. Reminds me of Candace. <laughs> God damn! And then to rub the joke in, he builds Candace the chariot that looks like Medusa. Medusa. And because it Instant looks like her. respect. <laughs> Picking on the siblings. Oh, roasted. Top their helmet. Then they go off on their chariot race. Yep. Um, and I have to give some respect to the people who write the songs here. They that was use a banging song. Not only was it a banging song, but in that song they use the word anachronistic. That's a big word that God I don't know the meaning damn. of. I go to university and I have no clue what that means. <laughs> Hold on, I will so... look it up real quick. <laughs> I love how none of us knew. We knew it was a big word, but we didn't know what it meant. Belonging to a period other than that portrayed. 
Right. That is very cool. Yeah, very witty of them. Good job. Because they were doing like Roman. They bring it up at the end of the next episode mm. or this episode. The start that, of the, yeah, start of the next episode. That, that it's Roman, not Greek. Yeah. That's, so that's big brain. So, m- meanwhile, they're, they're doing this chariot race. Um, and I would just like to point out that both Candace and Bajit should be dead in this chariot race. Oh, 100%. By, like, a long no way. No way they're alive. Can- she gets pulled by it. By Can- her yeah. ankle. But, yeah, not only by her ankle, but across tarmac. Like, across yeah. bitumen. That is just, you, you're you dead. That doesn't have Her a- entire body is cheese grated down to the bottom. And the, and the way she gets on the chariot is because she gets caught on, like, the lip of a pavement, and then that builds enough tension that it flips her onto the chariot. Mm. Yeah, no, your bones are broken. Are bi- yeah, are broken. Yeah. They're, they're flipped. Candace is so dead. Also, Bajit should be dead because... Um, the Zach, your favourite part of this episode, the one you dream of. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, you've just like... Oi, you got a nice head there. Picks him up, uses the helmet to create sparks on the ground. I'm like, cool. Not really practical, but yeah, you're dead. Do you just dream of Baljeet getting his head smacked along the tarmac with sparks? Oh, no, not the, not the, the bit the bit where they cut the rope with his head. Oh, yeah, that you know, bit. When they, the fireside they... girl's wrapping around the pole and he's just like, axe time, baby. <laughs> axe time, <laughs> he literally baby. uses Baljeet as an axe. And speaking of the fireside girls, that, that brings in one another implication I thought of. The Fireside Girls didn't know that this race was weaponized and had no rules, and yet they still had bowlers and grappling hooks at their disposal. Oh, they're ready to always go. ready. Like you need bowlers. What and kind grapplers. of eight-year-old girl carries around bowlers in this her is, back pocket? This is what happens if you don't buy their cookies. If you don't buy their cookies, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They wrap you around that pole. And if you think that's impressive length that someone will go to to sell a biscuit. Wait till you see what happens when Arnest Biscuit sponsors us. Arnest Biscuit, if you're listening. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then lastly, Phineas and Ferb weaponized Buford's chariot for some reason. Did they not think that this they weapon gave was going to be used they, against him? They just think of Buford and like, oh, this dude needs weapons. He needs spikes mm, on the, the edge of his tires. Yeah. He needs a bowling ball catapult. Why did they put a bowling ball catapult on there? And why are they so... Like, they're shocked that he used the bowling ball catapult against them. But also, <laughs> they're not terrified that a bowling ball just nearly had hit them in the head. Yeah, but then it hits Candace's wrists and knocks the phone out. They, they planned Her it from the beginning. Her gone. Oh, yeah, but she's already dead. I break... I've nearly broken my wrist a couple of times using a bowling ball, and I haven't had it thrown at them. I've I'm just sure, been trying I'm to sure bowl with it. i using a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no, but Ferb, Ferb answers all these questions, and he's got mm. his priorities. He may have a cannonball launcher and spikes, but Ferb has a cup holder. Oh, yeah, and so, Phineas, that is a dream come true. Yeah, like that's you know what? There's, there's probably there's probably a hot chocolate in there. You know what they'll? Oh no, they were drinking out of a straw. And if you drink a hot chocolate out of a straw, I will let you know that you're going out of the podcast right now. I was trying to lead into more Arnott's Bickies, but I don't oh, <laughs> you know what goes well with a hot hot chocolate? <laughs> well, hot chocolate, Arnott's biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> I mean, it goes with any beverage. Let's mm. be real. Yeah, I mean, you can have Arnott's Biscuits with a smoothie. Yeah. You can put Arnott's Biscuits in a smoothie. Why not? <laughs> you can put it in chocolate, like Cadbury. You know that crossover they did? Mm. All right, I have a question. So they say lawnmower engines. Mm. With, a they... hu- with 100 horsepower. Yeah, with a, a, well, I wrote that. With 100 horsepower. If they had lawnmowers out there with 100 horsepower? I'm buying one. <laughs> those, are those ride-on um, ones 100 horsepower and I just have no idea what horsepower is? Yeah, I I have literally no concept of horsepower, so you guys are doing all the talking in this yeah, one. Exactly. I have no idea. Tell so us. A horse, horsepower isn't actually the power of a horse. Yeah, no, because that it's makes like too much sense. It's like point something of a horse. Anyway, so that the more horsepower mm. a car generates, generally, the fa- not the faster, the quicker it accelerates. 
Okay. Right. So, so 100 horsepower is not a lot. Like, oh, Lachlan's okay. car would would have more, <laughs> would have like 200 horsepower. Okay, okay. But still, these Shout are some... Shout out to Hyundai i30, by the way. <laughs> these are some... Hyundai, if you're out there. <laughs> Hyundai, if you're looking for a sponsorship. If anyone is looking for a sponsorship... <laughs> Literally anyone. Hit us up, especially Corsair or any... Corsair gaming brands. Oh, yeah, Corsair with their oh, computers just came out. Oh, yes, yes, sweet. These boys are eyeing some computers. We're Corsair. just eyeing everything that we, is worth money. See, we could always just say link in description, but we can't because yeah, there is no link. I would love to tell you about the link that's in our description right now, but unfortunately there is no links apart from my social medias. Go follow us on social medias and implications of finish the film. We're just fucking everyone today. But there's, the, yeah, right. there's no sponsorship. First introduction of Norm this episode. Yeah, first episode of Norm. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll explain classic. what happens there. So, um, they they go to a theater. Well, Perry goes to a theater. Sorry, this is Perry's thing that he's doing mm-hmm. off there, by the way. Um, and he meets up with his nemesis. And um, they're at a theater. Uh, his nemesis is Doom. You said Perry. Close, close enough. We'll leave it. It's <laughs> fine. Like, don't even worry. Just move it on. Just keep it going. Just don't even worry about it. So Perry meets up with Dude. Oh, okay, I get and, and they're at a theatre and um and they watch a little uh movie together along with some random dude who just it's shows the up. The best movie of a platypus I've ever seen. Yeah. Have, how many platypus themed movies have you guys seen? One. Yeah. And it was the I best one I've ever seen. And it was even in three D. Mm. Oh, it was oh. it was crazy realistic. It's Doofenspert's abandoned theatre, but somehow a dude buys a ticket. Well, yeah, and he looks at the ticket and goes, oh, yeah, seems legit. Is there someone standing at the front selling tickets to Doof's Theatre that he doesn't know about? Maybe it's not an abandoned theatre. Maybe it's just a passive income source, like how Phineas and Ferb have their whole Any space bar and said abandoned. Yeah, well, maybe the, maybe, maybe the memo that he sent to the introduction people, mm. they got it and they were like, oh, he's got a theatre. Let's assume it's abandoned because it's a villain hideout, but it's actually a legitimate business that he also one. uses for evil. This is how he makes his money to... Evil, yeah. yeah, but why did only one person turn up? Because it's a platypus because it's a less than one minute documentary about platypuses. Would you pay but 14 bucks for that if it's in 3D and I get to see Perry? <laughs> hell yeah, and, and, and Norm, <laughs> and Norm, like, I'm, I'm up, I'm up for it. Would you pay 14 bucks to see a one minute movie if it's in 3D? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Are the glasses included. Uh, yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. okay, good. Then that's fine. Um, so, yeah, nor, uh, the, they discovered that the enemy of Platypus is the man. Yes. Um, which, the greatest uh, enemy. Listen, um, based on the evidence we've seen in this show of the one Platypus who lives in, America. Is, uh, lives in America for some reason. Illegally owned. Illegally owned. Oh, actually, no, th- that's something I was going to bring up. That documentary in its one minute of length tries to erase the fact that platypuses are from Australia. Yeah, they don't even mention it. They don't even mention it, and they mention, like, they've got this great quote, which is actually quite funny, which I've got written down. Platypuses have natural enemies, and they mention an American animal, another American animal, and then and imitating stunts that they saw on television. That's funny, but (laughs) stop pretending that platypuses' natural predators are American animals, like badgers and whatever they mention. No. Platypuses are Australian. Yeah. And their enemy is killer kangaroos. Like, oh, have you seen those six packs? Have you oh, seen God. those fights? It's insane. It's like two titans they, going they at each other. They get back on that tail and they are launching you. Mm, you're dead. Oh, you're yeah, going yeah. across. That, have you ever been hit by a car? Well, they have and they survived. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't hit by a car. They hit a car. There's a difference. <laughs> 
They're like, Carl, you're my dinner. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out they of kick here. my car yeah. across the road. They're, they're herbivores, quotation marks. Kangaroos. They'd eat you. I'd, I'd get, you get eaten by yeah. a kangaroo. I don't do I it. feel like if you were roadkill, they'd eat you. 100%. If, mm. if you weren't roadkill, they'd kill you and eat you. <laughs> they kangaroos. They'd kill you on the road, though. For some reason, I feel like people, roadkill's the other thing. People have this really warped perception of Australia because they think some, things are deadly that aren't, and then they think that things that aren't deadly are. Like, like spiders. Like the the spiders. Ninety percent of the spiders we see are just like little huntsmen's and stuff, like yeah, daddy like, long legs hey, and stuff. Buddy, and we're what's like, going what's on? up, bro? And they just kind of scamper off, and that's fine. Yeah. But then kangaroos, those things are terrifying. Yeah, run. And you ever seen an emu in real life? I guarantee you, oh, how yeah. big you think an emu is, it's bigger. Twice it, double it. It's they're fu- they're huge. They are huge. They're like seven foot. They stand above you and they look down and go. Did <laughs> if, I, if I saw a fight between a grizzly bear and a kangaroo, kangaroo wins. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Emu. An emu, the way that an emu looks down at you and assumes Cricket. that your food is the same way that I look down at an Arnott's biscuit and, <laughs> and go, mm, this is going to be delicious. <laughs> this is this is it. I haven't got anything else for this episode. You got anything yeah, else? no, I've got a bunch of quotes because there's some really good quotes from this episode. Yeah. Cool. Um. So we've got, when they mention the chariot race at the start, mm. they go, this is an actual replica of an artist's interpretation of what some random guy of no significance believes that the chariot chariot of asparagus might have looked like. Asparagus. Classic. Asparagus. Good, yeah. good, like, dig into history there. It's, it's pretty good. Then Thank I've you. got, right at the end, Norm. Norm. What a god. Oh, <laughs> Norm this, this is, is my favourite one. <laughs> you, you I want to say, Norm. so, the entire... Oh, hang on, you hang on. Norm, the giant killer robot man. Mm-hmm. What an intro. And then... <laughs> Imagine being introduced as that. That would make a good WWE star. Mm, giant no. killer robot, robot man. Robot man. Get rid of John Cena. Get ready. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, hey, no. there's multiple da, WWE da, da, da. people. And he can't see you because the Minotaur. Yes. Oh. Now he's the Minotaur, reversal, the reversal. norm robot killer man. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Story progression. We um, understand... So- WWE. We, as avid fans of wrestling... No, no. Stage shows. Yeah. Stage, yeah. yes. That's, yeah, 100%. Yeah. As an avid fan of stage shows, um, we watch nothing but wrestling. We're, yes. we're definitely like mm, it's the top. It's the height. Uh, anyway, my quote, Norm mm. goes throughout the entire thing saying things what men do. Yeah, he's just, like, he's just saying things... catch up a... with us with our wives afterwards and other things. I can't remember. Imagine having a woman in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh, relate. <laughs> Uh, the last one he says as he runs runs away is secretly I'm very lonely, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yep, that's yeah. a thing that a man would say. Bad, man. Yeah. As a, as a male over eighteen, I can agree. <laughs> we can all agree to that one. Um, but yeah, that's about me for the episode. Anyone got anything else? No. Candace is Candace wins the race, by the way, and then she like stops Norm because he's a minotaur, and because Terry turns him off. No, no, and she looks at Norm. He freezes. He turns to stone. Yeah, and then someone kicks him and goes, yeah, metal. Yeah, but, yeah. Same no, thing. but stone, stone, metal, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're very familiar. Very and similar. then Doof comes in at the end, and good old Perry puts a platypus cap on him. I don't know where he has a platypus <laughs> cap. Just... Is it weird having a platypus cap? Well, he already has platypus-themed boots that he wears over his yes. regular feet. And so he, he would have a cap. He has a Perry suit around him at all times, apparently, because we've seen that in other And he shows. has fake Perrys. Because mm-hmm. that's in the next episode. Yes. Talking about the next episode, it starts off with a Ferris wheel, a huge Ferris wheel. Yeah. And oh. that, that, that's big. Like, okay. It is huge. Phineas and Ferb could build big Ferris wheels. That's really cool, but it's low level stuff. 
guess who's on this Ferris wheel? Two people from the International Space Station. With a and slight Russian accent. Which we, later, later, <laughs> we see the guy that we see those guys on the International Space Station and Phineas and Ferb send them that birthday message and all that sort of stuff in that later episode. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. That's, they do. This is where they meet them. So they do you think the Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel goes up into space and the International Space Station docks with it? Well, we see how low it is. I don't no, no. think the ISS goes that low. So then how did they get them off? And, and You think why? Phineas and Ferb wouldn't also build a quick have, Earth visit? Do you, re- do you reckon the Russians are happy that they took the flag off the moon? Oh, 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 that's how they it. made friends. They, they saw, they, they've got a telescope. They saw Phineas and Ferb up there, grabbed the flag, and they were like, God damn, they're our favorite people. And then they hooked them up. They were like, We've got two guys in space that would love to meet you. They're like our greatest astronauts. And they're like, cool, we'll get them down. They can look at our Ferris wheel. This is what funds Phineas and Ferb. They work with the Russian government. Oh, right. oh it all ties so, in. So are we saying that Phineas and Ferb have been Russian operatives since the episode where they stole the flag? Yes. yes. Maybe yes. even early. Maybe no, they not, stole the flag deliberately. On. So no, Ru- Ferb is actually Russian. You know that, that British accent that he puts on? Yeah. It's a ploy. Oh, and flakes. that's why he doesn't talk much, because yeah. his British accent is stereotypical yeah. because it's not very good. He's not trained he, in he it. He doesn't as well understand as much. Yeah. In, like, he can understand English, but doesn't like speaking. All right, we need to clarify. Oh. Are they working for the Russian government or with? Because I would say with. Oh, definitely there with. There's no way they're working There's for no, any government. If anything, government. the government's working for them, the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, R- Russia, Russia thinks about um, things that they would like to do, and they just mention them to Phineas and Ferb in conversation, and if they're lucky, they happen. Like, guaranteed. Got it. If if they're lucky, it will guaranteed happen. I they've like never that. failed. They've never gone halfway, but they've got to actually do it from their I own like how we uncovered all this with one faint Russian accent and the US flag from the moon on Earth. Yeah. yeah. It well, guys, all works if, together. If we don't make the next episodes because of Vladimir Putin's Senate assassins out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Russians... Guys. This episode is brought to you by the Russian government. (laughs) (laughs) Please sponsor us. (laughs) And Uh, then aliens. Yeah, and then aliens. It's the same aliens that um, are in that alternate dimension that Doof goes to. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. In the monster truck episode. Yeah. Yeah. So he just just finds aliens. They have alien life, and they just go on a merry day and don't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. So if you were there, would you be more surprised with the giant Ferris wheel or the aliens? Aliens. If I was there, I wouldn't be surprised because be I would be the be person in the cartoon who had worked out that Phineas and Ferb are Phineas and Ferb and just not question things. Yeah, no, as soon as you mention it to Russian mobsters aren't the worst. Like, they are no longer your fear, Phineas and Ferb are. Like, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're coming to them and questioning them, you're in danger. Mm. So, what happens next? Uh, so, Ferris will flies away. Of course it does. Candace has started to realise she lives in what she quotes as a bad sitcom. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's a, it's a classic. It's sitcom. a good sitcom. And yes, you are living in one. Um, and so she, she knows the meta now, that she knows what's happening. And so completely goes to plan how it usually does. But the news, new TV mm-hmm. series coming out, and they're going to bust children for you. They're going to bust them, bust them, bust them. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. And she's like, hell yeah, I'll get them on the case. And so she does. And she meets a crazy ass lady. She is insane. She is like capital 10. I wrote in my um, in my notes, like my implications, why does the Boston lady have hand tats? Yeah, I put hand is knuckle tats. Yeah. Bust them. Yeah. That's that's too far. If knuckle you get tats, knuckle yeah. tats because 
You're Hang on, if you get knuckle tats, straight up. Don't <laughs> okay. insult people who Unless get you watch this tats. podcast. Uh, you if you listen to this podcast. this podcast. Yeah, 100%. And they say on one hand, Finn, and on the other hand, Ferb, because you can't fit all of Phineas on you, unless you're like kind of spaced it weirdly between the knuckles. Imagine punching someone with a fin, like you've just finished them. You just... Oh, oh, but it's spelled PH. I, yeah, yeah. I oh, finished you. Like just, Phineas I just PH finished you. Get out of here. <laughs> PH finished you. She is. She's nuts. She's absolutely insane. All right, now I've got actually a thing I think is very cool. Mm. Perry meets Monogram, as he always does, and his mm-hmm. entrance is a shower. So he jumps <laughs> in the shower, and then he just teleports. He, well, not teleports, goes through something, comes out with a towel. He's all fresh. That's so cool. Mm. I want an entrance to a work just out of a shower. Like well, I want to be out of shower that quickly. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, I want a machine that can... Boom. Instantly done. done. But then again, you do a lot of thinking in the shower. And mm, it's relaxing. I just do a lot of thinking. Mm. Shout out to the women that aren't in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've oh, also got a quote about this one. Yep. When Perry goes down, he meets Monogram, and Monogram is talking to him about Doof. And he's mm. like, Doof is something, something, something. And he uses the word um, the klempt. Okay. Which is a German word, which means overcome with emotion. So he's, oh. so he's saying that no matter what what um Doof does, he always does it with like so much emotion. The multiculturalism cool. in this episode is yeah. sky high. There's multiple words that they use, like interesting words and stuff, and Greek, I think it's quite cool. Mm. So right, Perry the platypus. You know, tries to get in, into Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz table incorporated. Then we see two open windows next to each other. And then he comes Perry flying in. Hits that window. Boom. It's a fake sticker window. Ha! Got he him! falls out of the building. He's going to die. I love, always loved Perry. And then, boom, two seconds later, Perry's at it again, flies through the wheel window. Because it was a fake Perry the Platypus. He got away with it. And Doof's like, I can't believe you fell for my fake window trick. And he fell for the fake Platypus trick. Ah, classic. And then, he, then he walks over to his whiteboard mm. and he goes, yep, another point to Perry. Perry has got... Like 35 points to do this much three. Poor Doof. This is like Sherlock Holmes Moriarty sort of stuff. I was mm, thinking, yeah, like, yeah. Mm, this is similar vibes. Two very high intellects and they're battling it out over like who's clever. And Perry's mm. just slightly better at everything. Yeah, Perry's just <laughs> smashing it. Except magic. Except magic. Yes. Yeah, Doof's quite segue. good at magic. Yeah. I'm going to give well, it to him. Well, actually, I have an implication about that if we fast forward slightly. Yeah, no, we're there. Um, the way that Perry beats Doof, who is. Um, doing like a magic themed thing this episode yep. is he appears out of his hat out of nowhere already. I'm impressed, Perry. You, you put yourself into the hat. Where did you, when did you get in the hat? Like, True, and surely you would notice the weight of a platypus on your head. Mm, but he doesn't. But then magic. he turns the platypus, the hat sideways and he launches Doofenshmirtz's bunny from the seventh grade out of it. Just one. Just one. For and Doof catches it and he's like, Bobo, oh my God. Bobo the rabbit. Bobo the rabbit. And he's like, Bobo the rabbit, I haven't seen you since seventh grade. And then he cocks the hat and he starts firing hundreds <laughs> upon hundreds of clones of Bobo. So Perry is capable of cloning animals. Not only that, is he's capable, he's of, capable of real magic. The real laws of the universe mm-hmm. as well, because physics says no. Like he starts making the rabbits and then... The hot air balloon. Then the hot sinks. air balloon gets. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. There's, there's more, there's more mass there on the hot air balloon. Except they were already in the hat. Or yeah. Were they? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. He got mass from nothing. Yeah. There, he, he got mass 
and made it, which doesn't work. You it can't breaks do it. everything. You can't do that. So Shout out to the laws of physics. I know they're our best bud, and they're severely broken. Laws of physics, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Any physics textbook? Want to sponsor us? Oh no, that's lo- no, that, no, no, no. I, that's money. where I'm drawing. The, no, that's where I'm drawing the line. We are never being sponsored oh, by a textbook. Are you kidding? You made my life hell for a couple of years. It would make this table a bit better when we're grabbing oh, it. Yeah, yeah. So this table, you know how it like Oh, bends. you could think it up in the textbook. Okay, yeah, yeah we fair could, enough. We could use a textbook to hold our table better. Yes, yeah, sweet, righto. Yeah, um, we're down. Textbook yeah. companies, <laughs> we're down. Uh, any textbook companies, if you're listening? Uh, so yeah, physics says affirm no to that. Like, that's not how it works. You just can't do it. And then it brings up one of the best jokes that continues throughout the episode. Yeah, it's a two-parter. It's a banger. <laughs> it's a mm. two-parter. Anyway, so these bunnies are flying out, right? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to this guy and his wife. He's just bought... Hang on, I'll read the line. He was the guy who also made the miniature golf farm. Yes. yes. What a, what miniature a golf course. Miniature golf. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So he says, the wife says to him, I can't believe you spent our entire life savings on a bunny farm and forgot to buy the bunnies. Then she goes, what do you think? The bunnies were just going to fall out of the sky? And catches too. <laughs> catches too. Good old Perry the platypus has just provided infinite bunnies. Pretty much. More importantly, Perry the Platypus has provided an income to a rural family. What a good bloke. And completely crushed her in the process. Yeah, and murdered the, the wife. She's, she's dead. But she's always yelling at her husband yeah, anyway. At least so she's maybe comfy. Yeah. in comfy rabbits. No, she no, was hit by the hot air balloon. The, the, the hot she's air balloon dead. on top. She is flat. I actually wrote later in the episode, during the second joke, specifically, that she is dead in my notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she is. The wife says to him, I can't believe you sold our, our lucrative bunny farm and bought a van rental place and didn't buy a single van. Then Doofenshmirtz is in the Boston van, is falling from the sky. She looks up and looks at the husband. Not one word. <laughs> Stubborn till the very end. Yep. She takes the hit of a bus. Yeah, she second. Just, she just looks up. She goes, yep. Yep. Not I'm one dead. Word. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah. second, is this theft? That's theft. Well, yeah, they're stealing yeah. a van, yeah. They're stealing a van. Second, this guy, you may not think he's good at business. Like, he, he has no business sense, right? Like, he just sells his business and he just da 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 No, he has good business sense. To be able to make and sell a business in that one quick. day that quickly. Yeah. Success- he's done well. He's, he can liquidate anything ridiculously yeah. quickly. Success- successfully create a business don't have to pay for a lot of the infrastructure because usually it just falls out of the sky for some reason. Immediately sell it off. That's a get rich yeah. quick screen if I ever heard one. Yeah, he has some good skills in the liquidating. He could get a really good job with the banks. Like, mm. So it's, it's not just Phineas and Ferb that are generous. Even Perry. Perry's just out here donating by Perry, the rabbits. Perry, even Doof, like, accidental stealing a van for someone. Mm. What, a, what a guy. He pays 20 bucks for the... Perry pays 20 bucks. So Doof steals a van. They didn't even have to pay taxes on that. Fucking sweet. Tax. I don't know. It depends it's on the time in a week. Get excited. Money back. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I love claiming my tax correctly. <laughs> uh, you know what? Also, they know he's an evil scientist. So the kid's like that evil scientist. You know what? It's a lab coat. The white lab coat, evil scientist. Yeah, but if they were keeping the running joke. I would assume he's a pharmacist. He'll be a pharmacist. That's the running joke. And he's like, he's an evil scientist. Do they know he's an evil scientist? Why Why do people not I mean, he's, he's a local cult hero. Yeah. He's a local cult hero. <laughs> 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 he is... Okay, so everyone sees him as a cult hero, but he likes to see himself as an evil scientist. Is that yeah, what yeah. we're landing That's with? what we're going with. Yeah, cool. Um, so I've gone through all of my implications, but mm-hmm. now I've just got some various things. Firstly, I've got a bunch of quotes. Yep. Um, Ferb, there's only two times Ferb talks in this episode, mm-hmm. and it's like 
when there's this running joke where Candace is so, she knows so well the structure of how their days always go mm-hmm. that she's like, and then Phineas says this, and then Mum says this, and then they're like, oh, hey, Perry. Um, and then she goes, and then Ferb says this, and Ferb just says something random. Yes. Um, the two very highly intuitive. Yeah, usually. Russian, that's the Russian smartness in you. Yeah, (laughs) it's because when you when you are KGB agents, they uh, teach you how to um, random facts for keeping in. You know, do not want the Americans to think you are dumb, (laughs) dumb person. You must appear smart. Just keep going with the thing. (laughs) I will continue, but I will riff in Russian accent. (laughs) What did Ferb say? So Ferb says in the first one, you know, the gladiators were Roman, not Greek, right? Yep. And that works with the song. And yeah, that was so that good. was going with the last episode. So he's commenting on the last episode. That's meta. Very meta. Love it. Um, and then in the second one, he goes, and that's why I'll never wear suspenders. In, no, in public. He says in, in, public. in public. Yeah, suspenders yeah. in now public. I'm confused. Around what the happened? house, they're fine. Hmm. Oh, I don't mind a good pair of suspenders around the house. Yeah. I lie. Keep I everything intact. I've never worn suspenders in my life. Oh, actually, I've worn them a few times. Um, and then also, um, Doof says when he's talking about his flashback, mm. but I guess my dreams just faded into sepia tones along the way. I love that line. It's so good. <laughs> because so it's meta, it's a joke, it's funny, and mm. it happens to everyone. And it's for the adults. Um, and then... They the, just know that adults are going to be watching this show. They're yeah. like, this well, is so good, they it's actually, good for everyone. They said in an interview, I don't know whether it was Dan or Jeff, but one of the creators said in an interview that... Um, that when they made the show, their main aim was to make it so that the kids could watch it and enjoy it and it had all these wacky hijinks and it wasn't just a show that made jokes for adults. But also, when the adults were watching it, they would get something out of it that the kids didn't. It wouldn't just be entertaining for all ages. It would actually have, like, little stuff for adults hidden so in it. So kind of like Shrek. Because Shrek's yeah. like that. Shrek, yeah. Yeah, Shrek's Weirdly similar to Shrek, <laughs> yeah. And Shrek is so good. Uh. You uh, need your know, DreamWorks if yeah, if, if you're DreamWorks out there. if you're listening. <laughs> Doof makes the tornado. Yep. And with the the Gluminator three thousand. Inator. <laughs> you know that the, the you know that the power crawl in like in discussing stuff in this episode like in the podcast has gone pretty far when discussing the fact that one of the characters is able to create tornadoes doesn't come up until, like, ages into the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's, not even on the top, it's just not even on the top but of the it's like, list. It, again, I'm just pointing out that they just don't really mind. Like, they're like, we don't hear about it again. We don't really hear about it destroying anything. The news hasn't gone crazy about it. Yeah. He just gets away with being on a hot air balloon making a tornado. As you do. And not destroying a, anything except yeah. for one van and a water slide part. Absolutely oh, we remarkable. We haven't spoken about the water slide. It's absolutely remarkable <laughs> that they he sends a tornado through like a suburban area and doesn't kill anyone. Yeah. It's well, skill. Now the water slide. If, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna make a tornado, you need to know how to control it. Yeah, fair you enough. You need to be able to make a non-lethal tornado. <laughs> now that stuff's hard. That, yeah, that's really difficult. That's where the magic happens. Mm. Okay, so, so the, the water, water slide. slide. Phineas and Fur make a water slide because it's a bit hot, as they quote. And great joke. Mm. Great joke when they're on the actual... Oh, <laughs> is this the quote? I've got yes, this written right, here. right, right, right. So, um, so before they start, they all hop in the boat and they do a quick safety thing. So like, like every airplane like, ever? Yeah, like every airplane or every ride when you go to Movie World or whatever, they always do it. Yeah, they have to. Um, 
and it's Isabel. Uh, it's Finney's doing the thing, sorry. And he goes, be short and short to fasten your life vest. And in case we capsize, your seat cushions can double as a headstone. Ha! Ha! It's just R.I.P. on it. Yeah. yeah it's it's dark. It's just out of nowhere. That's quite dark for yeah, a children's show. Yeah, because if you show. hold on to that when you're capsized, you're going down. Yeah, enough. the implication is if you if we capsize, you'll die. But, but at you'll, least have, a you'll, you'll have a free headstone, which is less of a financial burden on your family after you're gone. Yeah. Smart. Instead Smart. of, you know, providing something a bit floaty, like yeah. every other cushion. They're wearing life jackets. Like... Yeah, they're fine. You really yeah, but... think a Phidias and Fur branded life jacket is going to fail? <laughs> Those things probably have, like, lasers in actually built capsize? in well. I feel like a jetpack on the back, it flies you back <laughs> to your family home, provides you with dinner. And yeah, and then, <laughs> cooks yeah, meal. Yeah, yeah, you, like, you, you capsize, you're in your life vest, it keeps you above the water, then when you finish the ride, it fl- automatically flies you back home, and, like, a hand comes out of the back, and it's just like, are we feeling a burrito today? Or maybe, and it just uh, makes maybe dinner, nice and you just take yeah. it off, and it flies back to Phineas and Ferb. Mm. Uh, the water slide's pretty cool. Candace goes on it multiple times with a super secret camera, which is absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. And a funny joke. Uh, and my implication is they go through the water slide in their normal clothes. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, Phineas is, Phineas is wearing weird. chinos. Or like yeah. shorts yeah, or some sort. And Isabel's wearing yeah. like just a, a, like a dress if anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but and yeah, the, imagine going through a water slide in like your proper like just in normal clothes. That's you know, gross. Work. Just get changed. And like they knew they were making. We make a machine slide. for that. Just get them changed. Yeah, and they changed before when they go swimming in other places. Mm. Is it just this water slide? It's like no. The water's very special, and it doesn't ruin your yeah, clothes. Yeah, because they get from from the beach auto dry. Because they they aren't they aren't wet when they get off Joe, the water slide. Remember a, a little while ago, mm. they built a machine that can instantly dry you. Wasn't that? A doof built a machine doof, that can instantly, yes. dry. Yes. instantly dry. Maybe he yes. did commercialize it. Maybe they don't care that they're in their clothes now because they can instant dry when they get out. That is very cool. Mm. That's a, that's a good. And theory. that's the that's how Doof's getting income to help fund his. Machines. I love how we're linking all these things together. Yeah, all the episodes crossing over. Uh. I literally have nothing left. I have one more quote, and that is um, when the crazy TV lady... That was loud. That was loud. When the crazy TV lady um, says, look at that, that's ratings dynamite, and the water slide has disappeared. The TV TV executive guy goes, that's not ratings dynamite, that's a suburban backyard. His voice is top notch. Mm. Shout out to that voice actor. One line, but I don't know who it is, but they did a really good job for that one. Um... And then the only other real thing that I've got has nothing to do with the episode. Okay. But we found out today that you can change the color and size and font of the subtitles on Disney+. Plus. So have fun with that, guys. <laughs> yeah. You can, a fun fact that we found out, you can make Comic Sans subtitles on a pink background. Red, red writing on a pink background with a whatever window extra you want on the background again. Yeah. We are head of graphic design. Graphic design is my passion. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I've got one more quote. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. So the the busted gal, she she calls up the station director. Yep. He comes over. Mm-hmm. Then they're talking to good old Linda. Linda. Yeah, good old Linda. Love Linda. And then he goes, you get that a lot? Because they're talking about the busting. You get, yeah. you get that a lot. And then Linda responds, pretty much every day around here. Pretty much every day it is. And then invites him for snacks. Good old snacks. Linda's got the snacks. <laughs> Linda's the best, Linda man. Linda doesn't mind who's over at her house. Everyone gets snacks. She just invites random people in for food. A station master of a proper TV station. Yeah, you can have, a, you can have some on, pie. I loved his voice, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as we beautiful. said, shout out to that voice actor. He yeah. did damn good. He was beautiful. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, is that 
that everything? That's it. Yeah, I think. Uh, watch the episode. It's great. Yeah, it's a good episode. This is a banging episode. We've been getting some real bangers recently. Go grease light. The email inbox has been empty, though. Come on. Yeah. Send yeah. yeah. That's, no, that's we want good e- segue. We want emails. Yeah. We want to talk to people. Please email us. Write into us. Ask us the implications in your question. If you thought of an implication, let yeah. us know. We'll read it out. Any um, questions? Ask us questions. Just check in on us. We're really lonely. Just yeah, make sure that we're doing that okay. That secretly I'm lonely is no yeah. so much a secret anymore. Mm, be like, are it's you guys doing okay? How are you going? Is life all right? Hopefully be- our viewers questions. are going okay. Hopefully they're going yeah, okay. Are you guys yeah, going we okay? we want to know Write that Write in right. to us whether you're doing all right or not. Let us know what's going on. Also, write a review at Apple Podcasts. Yes, write a review on Apple Podcasts. Sure I didn't alive. have a review. I didn't do a review last week, but um, I don't have any new reviews this week. So you even can actually... doubly worse. Yeah, it's even worse. You can write them in the app on Apple Podcasts. It's really easy. So just chuck us a review. It helps us with the algorithm. And, and give us five stars. Yeah, five stars. Of course, five stars. Ooh, anything less what, than any- Arnott's Biscuits won't yeah. yeah, and do you really want us to not have an Arnold's Biscuit sponsor? Or any Come sponsor. On now. Any Come on Any now. sponsor. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that that's about it. Yeah, you got anything to end on? Oh, Nothing. F- follow fancy. us on Instagram, Implications of Phineas at first. Oh, yeah, just keep plugging. Yeah. Can we just plug, 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 That's all this podcast is now. We just plug things. Just plug things that are about the podcast. Beautiful. I know what we've done today. I know what we've done today.